welcome to Dopey, the podcast about addiction and drugs. I'm Dave. And I am Chris. I have to say, I'm a little wiped out. I feel bad. I feel ashamed. I feel, um, I feel what one should feel from bearing his soul to dumb stories. Do you? I feel pooped, but not for any of those reasons. I feel bad. I do. Well, maybe this coffee will help you. Maybe it will. Um, I just wish that there was a triumphant story I could tell. One that ends well. You are a triumph right now. You're living the triumph. That's right. Because even though this podcast isn't about recovery, Chris and I are both in recovery. And uh, Chris is taking more nicotine now than he ever took in his life in recovery. This yeah, vape thing well, has vape... got you by the balls. Do you have more juice in your car? Yeah. Alright. Yeah, I got got juice in my car. I got juice at home. I got, I got juice all over the place. I'm nervous that it stains your teeth because a lot of the juices are kind of yellow. Yeah. You know? Well, cigarettes stain your teeth, I feel like it's something that no one's ever... I was thinking somebody's got to create... A dual chamber vape tank. Because the whole thing is you switch flavors all the time. But one where there's two flavors in one tank and you can switch from one to the other or blend it. What about a a vape thing that one of the vapes is fluoride or whitening? I know. That's a great idea too. Amazing. So you could be undoing the damage while you vape. Totally. And make it like organic, you know, gluten-free, vegan-approved kosher well i don't think that anything uh in the vape is uh at all safe it's like i heard it was it's made from the same stuff as jet fuel and glycerin i feel like they say that about everything yeah i think glycerin (laughs) makes everything it's also in jet fuel so i told my um Whipples? What are they called again? Nurdles. Nurdles? My nurdle story and another tale of freak out terror in Los Angeles. Mm. And um, we're trying to just like crank them. Trying to, yeah, make them rip. Let them rip. You know, spitting fire in the drug story arena is a double-edged sword, I have to say. And it's also very draining. It is. It is spiritually and emotionally draining, mm-hmm. which is why we are in need of some guests, yeah. not to mention new blood. What we really could use, listen, if there are any celebrities out there who are listening <laughs> yeah. that have a drug problem, yeah. please drop us a line at dopeypodcast at gmail.com. Artie Lang, if you're listening, we really want you to do the show. You're one of my favorite people. I really would love you to do the show. Any other... I would like Colin Quinn, if that's a possibility. Bob Saget is a crazy drug user, I've heard. Courtney Love would be. Oh, Courtney Love, yes. <laughs> Courtney Love, come down. Did you see that movie, Soaked in Bleach? No. Oh, yeah. I saw The People versus Larry Flint. Yeah, but Soaked in Bleach is the is a movie on Netflix about how Courtney Love... Oh, is that uh, The Conspiracy yeah. or something? I heard Courtney about Love, that. Courtney Love, come down and argue your case that you didn't have Kurt Cobain killed. This is your chance to set the record straight on Dopey. Mm. Isn't she living in the UK? Why would you say that? I thought she lives in England for some reason. She came to the place I work recently, but it, but she left before I got there. My old boss is friends with her. I would love yeah. to have Courtney Love. Who else would you like to see on this thing? Um, Keith Richards. 
Keith Richards. He would never want to do it. What about um? What's the uh, the British guy Paul Russell McCartney. Russell Brand? Oh, Russell Brand. And he's a uh, he's a in the in the area, you know. He's around. Somebody suggested that we get Russell Brand. Yeah. So Russell, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah, come, come on, on down. Yeah. Dopeypodcast at gmail.com. Well, why shouldn't Russell Brand do the, the podcast? I'm just laughing because I don't think he's listening. Well, why shouldn't Russell Brand listen to our podcast? Is he too good for it? No, he should. I just don't think anybody's listening. The only people listening are your stupid minnows over there. That's not true. There's <laughs> Troy. There's Brad. I'm sorry again, Brad. Um, there's uh, Troy, Brad. What's your friend? Ted, Colin. They all listen. So everybody that already knows the stories, except for Troy. Troy. <laughs> Troy and Russell Brand. <laughs> Who else would you want to see on the show? Who else is there? Well, Daniel Radcliffe, he's been in the news for being for drinking. I wonder if he's got some stories. He's never laid it down, though. When has Daniel Radcliffe been in the news for drinking? He's an alcoholic, dude. Harry Potter is an alcoholic. I don't know. You didn't know that? Just please. For real, he ha- is. Ha- like, he doesn't. Know. I don't think he's public about. It. I mean, like he's, it's public in the sense that it's been written about in the papers. That he's an alcoholic. And that yeah, I think he relapsed. Are too. you confusing him with Shia no. LaBeouf? How could I get confused? Harry Potter is an alcoholic. Like that is something you remember. That little kid from Hogwarts is a booze bag. How dare you? How do you know this? I just do. Harry Wait, you Potter? like Harry Potter? Harry Potter. <laughs> I love Harry Potter. Yeah. You don't like Harry Potter? No, I do. You know, I read the first six books, but I didn't get to read the last one. Why not? I think I have it. Do you want it? No, I have it now because I was in jail and you can't read hardcover books in jail. You can only get softcover books sent in. Right. And so that was only available Why, in hardcover. Why? Because it can be a, a weapon? Yes. I don't know. Um... It's. I read the first three Harry Potters in Detox, hmm. and I loved every minute of it. I sat there reading them, just turning the pages. I just sat in bed for days. If you could interview one fictional character who happens to be a drug addict, an alcoholic, who would that be? What fictional addict would it's I want fictional? to interview? Is that what I said? Fictional. What fictional addict <laughs> would I fictional. want to interview? I can't even think of one fictional addict I've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, I'm having trouble, trouble thinking about some people. There's the guy from Breaking Bad, Jesse. There's one. He's a loser. So not him. No. Um, and then for some reason I'm thinking Methus. Remember Spun? Oh, Mick, I know Mick, who it is. Mickey Rourke in Spun? He no, was pretty no, cool. No, no, no. In what? In Spun. You didn't see Spun? Mickey Rourke isn't in Spun. Yeah, he is. I thought that was uh, the dude from uh, Rushmore. Or that's Tweaker. Or what's that one? Tweak. Tweak. With uh, Jason Schwartzman. I didn't see that. That's a crazy movie. Spun, I think. Spun is good. He's a meth dealer. He's a cowboy kind of guy. He blows himself up. There's no question. That's who you'd want to interview? I know who I'd want to interview. No, I'm just trying to name people. Who? The guy? Johnny Depp. Hunter S. Thompson. No. Johnny Depp as Hunter S. Thompson in, yeah. in, in, in Fear and Loathing or in yeah, The Love Diaries? Fear and Loathing, dude. No. no. Who? Me? Who, Dave, tell me. Uh, I so forgot. Curious. I had. I had. There's an obvious one, but then there's the other one I thought of that I just well, totally name spaced one of them. on. Okay. They must be fictitional. 
First of all, it's <laughs> fictional. And secondly, if Johnny Depp is playing Hunter S. Thompson, it's a real person. So, so is, it a, is, it a, uh, is it have to be no, a real person or a fictional No, I want to do the fictional portrayal of Hunter S. Thompson. So I don't really – I wouldn't want to interview Hunter S. Thompson. You'd want to interview Johnny Depp no. as Hunter S. Thompson? Yes. That's, some, that's really annoying. <laughs> You'd want some dude in here – Pretending to be Hunter S. Thompson. No, I wanted to actually be the person who was pretending to be Hunter S. Thompson, but not Hunter S. Thompson. Would you want Johnny Depp to be himself? No. You'd want him to act like Hunter S. Thompson? I want him to be... Can I tell you, this seems very disingenuous to me. Why would you want that? Because I watched that movie. That was like... I watched that movie 50 times growing up. So you'd want his whack version of Hunter S. Thompson? Totally. I would. I would want... His whack version of um, Donnie Brasco more, mm. or his his whack version of the guy in Blow. Those are all ah. real people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the real person that I would want more than any person would be uh, Matt Dillon as the guy from Drugstore Cowboy. Whatever I never that saw that. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, dude. It's good. We should stop the podcast. It's the greatest drug movie in the history of drug movies. You know, I don't even like drug movies. It's kind of funny. Or memoirs about drugs. I don't even like them. You will like uh, Drugstore Cowboy. Are you going to see it? Um, yeah, I'll see it. Did you ever see The 25th Hour? No. That's a good one. Um, what was the other one that I was thinking of that I love? I saw Burnt recently. That movie is pretty good. Burnt? Yeah, Bradley Cooper's a chef who's an alcoholic. Was it good? Yeah, and Bradley Cooper's an alcoholic. He's sober like 10 years. I think longer. You know who I like? You know what movie I liked is, um, what was the other one? I'm going blank. I can't think of what it was. I don't know. I have a lot of movies to pick from. Drug movies. What is, you know what the movie that got me on drugs in the first place is? What? The Doors. Did you ever see that movie? No. I used to pretend like, like that movie was like a transformative drug movie. What fictional character? You haven't come up with anything. You want to interview Johnny Depp as Hunter S. Thompson? Yeah, I picked And one. you don't like drug movies. I committed. So this foray You're into the slugger. yeah, but he was really into hallucinogenics. It was a little different. I I said I wanted Matt Dillon from Drugstore Cowboy. All That'd right, then pick. we're good. Let's move on. Fine, let's fucking move <laughs> on then. All right, what's next? What You're telling doing? a fucking story. Okay, yeah, story time. I uh, got a few to pick from, and in light of the last story I told... (coughs) Hold on. Keep going. Sorry. In light of the last story I've told, I'm going to turn back the clock significantly and tell one that doesn't have the same level of depravity. But there will be more depravity. Oh, that was what on. I was thinking of. Is Limitless. Did you see that movie? Oh, yeah. That was a, I like that movie. It's not really about drugs. What I mean, about Train is. Spotting? Eh. Would you want to interview any of those characters? Oh, mm. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is the number three. I can't understand what they're saying, so no. Enter the Void? Big Lebowski? It's not really a drug movie. Yeah. What about um? What about that movie um, Requiem oh, that for a Dream? Mm, that was a good one. That movie's retarded. Anyway, continue. Yeah, whatever. So what are we talking about? Oh, the story. So I'm going to turn the clock back. This is just a funny little something, kind of on the level of the turkey story. Not even. This was early when there was still um, some real kind of pleasure and not that many consequences in my using. That's a lie. There were still some pretty serious consequences. But I was 
18, 19 years old. Um, I believe I was 19. Were you saying that the last sip of coffee was bad or good? It was too much. It was all a bunch of sweet stuff in there. No, it was a bunch of grind stuff, yeah. Um, so this one, yeah, 18, 19. It was freshman in college. Um, so it must have been. Uh, Where were you at school again? <laughs> Harvard. Yeah. No, I wasn't there anyways. Just tell the story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, what are we talking about? You're telling a less crazy story with less <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so here's the story. Powers. Real quick. It's a quick one. How quick is it going to be? I don't know. Ten minutes. Not it even. better be. With your interjections, you can flesh Brad's it out. Brad's not going to be happy if we don't crank it another 30 minutes out. Yeah. But we're not doing another 30 minutes. All right. So, the deal was this. I was in school, and um, uh, it was... Down south. You know the way. other thing? What? Is that we don't have to post two at a time. Yeah. We'll post one. Yeah. This is talk that we, they don't need to hear. Why not? I don't mind the audience being in on this kind of stuff. <laughs> well, perhaps they could write us. Yeah, why don't you write us? <laughs> All right. So you're down south. You're yeah. at school. Uh, we're down, yeah, sort of down south. You're really yeah. on the eastern coast. Not that far south. Uh, that far so... South. We um, anybody who's actually far south would say it was the northeast. We continue. Um, no, not necessarily. Maybe. Uh, so at school, yeah. Already, my alcoholism has reached a critical point. Kind of uh, falling to pieces. You know, round the clock drinking is already a thing, and um, I would go party. I'm using quotations, air quotes, um, which really meant I'd sit in my room and drink alone. Or people would come visit me and I'd drink with them. But there really wasn't much partying happening anymore, you know. Um, the pre-gaming was the game, if you will. You know what sure. I mean? Uh, so I happened to actually go and do something. An event, there was this thing called the um, – there was a, a club for people from Boston. And the clever people who created it called it the BAC, the Boston Area Club, which was also an acronym for blood alcohol content. Because everyone got drunk a lot. And so – we went and uh, we went to a Orioles game, um, which is uh, in Baltimore, right? And we took the bus. The Orioles. Yeah, so we took a bus there. Um, it's a narrow step. That's down. where Cal Ripken played. We took a bus from Washington D.C. Is that where Cal Ripken Jr. played? I don't know, dude. I don't watch baseball. You went to the Orioles. I think that's where he played. Yeah. Um, so we took a bus from Washington D.C to the Orioles game and uh, drinking the whole way, just getting wasted, right? And um, go to the game. Uh, I end up being so wasted, I missed the bus back from Baltimore to Washington, D.C. And uh, I'm pretty drunk, like in a blackout, uh, brownout. I remember a little bit of, of this, not a lot though. Uh, but I was wandering around near Camden Yards, and Baltimore can be a pretty tough area, even close to uh, the ballpark there. And so I'm wandering around, miss the bus. It's fucking middle of the night, and uh, I get approached by a group of youths. <laughs> and uh, they come up to me, and I'm on my cell phone. I was talking on the phone, and um, I know that they're going to bug the phone. Yeah, they're going to do something. There's a big parking lot. They come crowd me, and they're all up in my business. So I actually punch one of them, right? Right off the bat. You know what I mean? Right off the rip. Don't even wait for it to happen. And um, I end up getting hit with something and like knocked out. 
You know what I mean? Like I wake up on the ground. They're gone. They took my cell phone. But get this. I had a digital camera and a wall. This is back in the day when people actually had digital cameras in my pocket. And they didn't take that. So I wake up on the ground. And um, I actually found out later that when I punched the person, I broke my hand. Um, and uh, I wake up on the ground. How many people have you punched in your life? Not a lot. I wasn't much of a fighter. Um, and so... I, uh, I wake up and I'm like, fuck, I got mugged, you know, and I go up to this guy who's sitting in an SUV in the parking lot, right? And I go bang on, on the window to like tell him I got mugged. I like startle him and he puts the car into reverse and the wheel was cut. And I don't even understand the physics behind this, but it goes and swings over and it runs over my foot up over my ankle on my leg, instantly pins me down to the ground. And it ends up breaking my foot. So I broke so you, my... Your hand and your foot. Yeah, so I break my... It's my fourth and fifth and it's your metatarsals or something like that in my foot. And my hand's broken, right? And uh, Was it your opposite-handed foot or is it the same side? It was my left foot and my right hand. Interesting. Um, so... So you had some balance in the brakes. I some balance on the brakes. So this little guy in a golf cart, who I guess is the security for this big lot, like I was walking through, comes by. I'm like, oh, I just got mugged. And the guy like um, in the – What happened to the SUV? He, he just took off. He broke your foot as he left. Yeah, and he Do you just think he was off. getting a blowjob when you approached the window? I don't think so. Do you think he was scared of you? I don't know. Maybe he was shooting dope. Maybe he's listening to dope right now. Maybe it's Troy. <laughs> uh, hey, Troy. Um – so, hand broken, foot broken, golf cart guy comes by. He's like, what happened? I tell him I got mugged. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, do you want to like call the police and file a police report? And I'm just like, I don't even care. I was like, take me. You know, there was a Marriott down the road. And he actually drove me in the golf cart up like on the street, you know, which he's not supposed to do, and drove me to the Marriott. And I went to the Marriott, and I tell them what happened. Like I got mugged. I didn't even have enough money for a room. It was like I don't know, 180 bucks for a room. I had like 110 The bucks. guy with the golf cart takes you to the Marriott? Yeah. He, he doesn't take you to the, the hospital. No. He doesn't call your parents. No, I don't know anything that's like seriously wrong and I'm well, pretty why racist. should you go to a hotel? Is it the middle of the night? It's like, it's like 1 or 2 a.m. I'm picturing the afternoon for some reason. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah, so I go to the Marriott. I give them my sob story. They give me a room anyways. You know, not even enough money and I get in there and I call my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend at the time, uh, my, my ex-girlfriend. And she's goes to school in a different state somewhere else. And I give her some sort of sob story like, oh, you know, I didn't have my cell phone. I got mugged, blah, blah, blah. And um, She was your girlfriend then or your ex? She was my girlfriend at the time, yeah. And so she fucking – she asked where I am and I say I'm at the Marriott in such and such area in D.C., because I was really drunk, and I was actually at the Marriott in Baltimore. Yeah. And so she, God bless her heart, flies to that Marriott that I told her I was at. And she didn't even realize the area code I was calling from the hotel phone was different. It wasn't the D.C. area code. It was the Baltimore area code. So she just took what I said at face value, and she fucking flies to the Marriott. What a sweet in the, Yes. Girl. And so I wake up the next morning. The phone's ringing. And she's in a different city. She went to the hotel that I said I was at, the Marriott. In D.C. And they're like, he's not here. And she pieced it together and figured it out. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I go get in. I can barely walk. I get in a cab and take a cab from Baltimore to D.C., which is very expensive. It's like a couple-hour drive. It's an hour-and-a-half drive. How much does that cost? A couple hundred bucks. And I have no money. I'm tapped out. 
So she meets me at the gates at the school I was going to, and um, she pays for the cab, and she has this list, which is like 40 things on it, and it's all the things, the horrible things that have happened as a result of my alcohol and drug use, which is really funny because, you know, part of... So she knew you were an alcoholic. Oh, yeah. She totally knew. And it's really funny. I kind of wish I could get my hands on that list because... Those 40 things, like, I don't even know what those were. Each of them could be an episode They were already there. You know what I mean? It was already things. Um, and then I went to see the hospital. They put a, a boot on my leg and a hard cast on my arm, uh-huh. which even for your for your knuckles there, like when you, they do the full cast. And I had that cast on for maybe four days. And then I got drunk and just ripped it off. And then what happened? And that's it. My hands, my pinkies are still a little. Sad. That's the whole story? I know. It's this one. Yeah. That's the whole story. That's it. It was a quick one. I thought it was relatively mild and tame compared to the other ones, but I thought we should scale back a little bit. And you didn't interject much. No. What time is it? Where are we at? We're at 21 minutes and five seconds, or for the musically inclined, we are at 634 bars. Well, I didn't interject because I was enjoying listening, <laughs> and I think that this is a... You know, it's not your best story. I have to say that, um, and it's a it's an alcohol story, mm. which we don't. Ha- this is not an. This is dopey. This is a fucking podcast about drugs. It's not about alcohol. Okay, well, they gave me Percocet, and I took them all in like two days. Well, why didn't you say that? Well, that for my arm. arm. I mean, that's after. No, that's what you're supposed to arm. say is that alcohol is a drug. I actually do remember alcohol <laughs> <laughs> the liquid drug alcohol. You're supposed to say remember. What does they say in NA? Alcohol is a drug, period. You don't go to NA anymore? No. Did you ever go to NA? Uh, I've been there, but I never... I mean, I read the basic text, and I never... But I never worked the steps. Or... It's the same fucking steps. Uh, yeah, but it's different. But in NA... They put we in front of everything. Alcohol, uh, it only says we in the first one. They say we in all of them in NA. So they're different in that sense. Yeah, you really are a teetotaling <laughs> fucking guy. Teetotaling recovery guy. <clears throat> I think that um, in the NA preamble, they say, remember, alcohol is a drug. Period. So they, they don't say period. I think they do. There's a period in the sentence. No, but, but well, they period. do in the meeting. Alcohol is a drug, period, they say. Maybe in Connecticut, but not in New York City. They yeah. say alcohol is a drug. Yeah. And then somebody says, say what? And then they <laughs> say it again. Alcohol is a drug. Yeah. I like NA meetings. I just, I just hate that they're so long. An hour and a half. Yeah, it's just too much for me. Yeah. This bougie AA meeting I go to is kind of, you know, like, it's such a gentility there. Like, it's such a genteel bunch of motherfuckers. It's not They're not like, all like that, but there's definitely more of that. The meeting I go AA. to is full of very genteel people. Mm. So when you tell that story, that must be the mugging story. I guess. My highlights of the story... I'm really curious about the guy in the SUV who broke your foot. And the really interesting thing to me, and I should have interjected it, and I tried to, is that you threw a punch when a group of toughs approached. Yeah. How many people were there? I was like five. It was a decent amount. There were kids, too. They were like 16. No, well, I was a fucking kid. I was 18. But I was big. for I was, I've been the same height and weight since I was 13. So, did you, so you threw a punch? Yeah. You feel good about that? No. You knocked the guy out? No. You don't even know. <laughs> no. Do you remember throwing the punch? 
not really. Do you, how do you remember it? Do you remember it like it was a dream, or do you just remember telling the story? I remember throwing. Them, I remember seeing them, them getting close, thinking I was going to throw the punch and lunging, waking up on the ground, seeing the guy in the car, seeing the golf cart thing. I think it's awesome pictures. that he brought you to a hotel. Oh, I got another one real quickly to, to flesh this out some more. So I moved in that same year with another kid who was total alcoholic. So, you know, they pair you up with somebody and he was just like really studious kid working really hard. And stuff. it was actually pretty funny. We we're moving in to our rooms. Right. And, you know, I'm setting up some, you know, first day of college and I'm with my mom and he's with his mom. And um, my mom turns to me and says, look at all those books he has. Right. Cause he's just setting up all his books. Right. And uh, when he leaves, I tell him first thing I say to him is, my mom turned to me and goes, look at all those books he has. And he goes, my mom turned to me and goes, he has no books. <laughs> <laughs> so the other story though. So anyway, I lived with him for a little bit and then, you know, his, you know, he was about doing what you're supposed to do in college and I was not. So but I thought he was an alcoholic. No, no, no. I moved, I left his room and moved in with another kid who was an alcoholic, round the clock drinker deal, you know? So you left the nerd's room, the bookworm. Yeah, I actually, so I drank early in the morning, like you know, 8, 9 a.m., you know, or so I'd get up, have breakfast, and, and start drinking. And I moved in with this other kid, and I remember once that the window was open, and the birds started chirping, and he got up, went and closed the window. So birds chirping, it's like 5 a.m., real early. And he was back in bed, and he leaned over, and he grabbed a bottle of vodka, and he slugged it while he was in bed. And I remember there was a eureka moment for me right then because I was like – This guy's got it down. I was like, why am I eating breakfast and starting – you know what I mean? You should just drink whatever. And um, I started doing that. But so anyways, this is – you'll like this story more. So I'm living with this kid for a bit and I come back to our room one night. We got separated randomly and there's a, there's a carpet hallway and there's a big ring of water outside our room. So there's water from our room seeping into the hallway in the dorm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So I go in the room. He's on the couch, passed out, but buck naked, just totally naked. Is it butt naked or buck naked? I think it's buck naked or butt naked. I don't know. I think it's both. Good question. Um, so he's passed out, right? And we had our carpet in the room too. And the carpet is just totally flowed with water. So there's a sink in every room. There's no bathroom. There's just a sink in each dorm room. I mean, it was freshman dorms. And what he had done is he had puked in the sink, filled it up with puke. He had been eating too, so it was like nasty puke. Turned the faucets on and went and passed out and let the faucet run. So the puke got in the sink and it started overflowing and filling the entire room with this pukey water, right? So I turned the sink off and we just go to bed. Dude, we fucking live in that room for like... 10, 11 days in that pukey, nasty fucking water. We tried putting newspapers out everywhere, just lots of newspapers to fill it up, and it is stinking to the point where it's like you get off on the floor and you can smell. Of course. Puke really sits in old carpet. So what was our solution? Our solution Burn was – the carpets? No. We got some heavy-duty scissors and our window opened up to a street in like a quasi-metropolitan area. And we cut the carpet in little pieces and threw it out the window one piece at a time. That makes sense. It's creative, I'm right? sure it did the job. It did, and no one ever said anything. We're going to call this the college edition of Dopey. Mm. What do you think? Yeah. That's Collegiate true. Dopey. Collegiate Dopey. All right. So if you have a story and you want to be on the show, uh, please, only if you think it's straight fire. <laughs> yeah. Please drop an email at dopeypodcast at gmail.com. 
Otherwise, have a, a lovely evening or morning or day. Good night. Peace out. <laughs>